Hey everybody, how's it going? This is Anton coming to you after this episode has already been recorded. And upon recording it, I just wanted to come in here and and leave something for you to think about and to really reflect on your own life, you know? I hesitated actually for weeks to put this out. I've had this episode done for weeks now. And the reason I didn't put it out is because it's so vulnerable. I'm so open. I'm letting world really into my life and pretty much all of my life I've been a very private person and I don't really share much I'm more introverted by nature and I'm very secretive as well it's just kind of part of who I am and this was really challenging for me to put out here because like I said it's just an inside look at a really vulnerable moment in my life but the reason I'm coming to you now is because I know this is going to help one person or two people or many people. And that's why I'm putting it out because it's the message that matters. It's what it can do for another soul to awaken on their journey. So the reason I wanted to say that is because maybe this will help provide perspective in your life. Maybe this will help you see that when we're vulnerable with one another, it can actually let the walls down and let each other see we're human that we all go through things, that we're all not perfect. And I feel we're living in this world that craves authenticity, but nobody has it. Everyone's trying to be like everyone else and everyone's so surface. So that's not me. That's not who I am. I go deep and I love to go deep. And I really feel in in taking this next step and starting this podcast to provide value for people, I have to let you in on, on vulnerable parts of my life. And I'm not ashamed to do that. But I will say it's very uncomfortable, and I'm going to be honest with you with that. So I just wanted to share that before this episode, before you listen, and maybe, like I said, think about it in your life. Think about how maybe as the human race, the way we can get better is by letting go of what we think people should think of us. Maybe... We should just be who we truly are with no filter sometimes. We live in such a filtered filtered world. Again, I don't know why, but I'm going to do whatever I can to not be that person. So enjoy this episode of Breadcrumbs of Inspiration. Thank you again so much for listening. Welcome back to another episode of Breadcrumbs of Inspiration. Thank you guys so much for the feedback so far. Uh, this has been really fun for me and I'm happy it's being well received. Uh, by multiple different people really means a lot and today before I get into my episode if you have received any value from the first two episodes if you could please rate this podcast leave a review that would mean so much to me that's how these uh, things work the higher they're ranked the better they'll be showed in the algorithms so I really appreciate that If you're listening and this episode brings you value or any of the past episodes bring you value, if you could please leave a rating and a five-star review, that would be amazing. And to talk about today's episode, um, I know the title is pretty intense, how I lost over $200,000 in a 24-hour period. Uh, Now, before I get into that, I want to share the story of how I got here, or there, rather. This was uh, some time ago, but it was in the in the recent uh, past and I want to share the story because I think at first I was hesitant to share this but I think it can provide uh, a lot of value for you and whether it be in your mindset in your business in your future business just in yourself I think in 
my own opportunity really in in discovering more about myself in that situation this can bring you a lot of value i'm an ambitious person as i'm sure a lot of you are listening to this and sometimes we can get so ambitious it pulls us away from our greater good or our company's greater good or our family's greater good or our health's greater good and a lot of times when you're scaling a business it's really exciting Maybe there's been a time in your life where you felt like you had momentum or you were really in a flow, whether it means in your health, in your business, in your mindset, in your habits, whatever it might be. Everyone's kind of reached that flow state where almost everything's kind of working out just for you. Every, you know, you're almost doing less work and getting more results or you're just in this energy where everything just is kind of in this perfect, synchronistic, harmonistic, I don't even know if that's a word, but flow. And it's really powerful and um, I'm grateful to actually be able to know how to induce that state into myself. And it's actually not as woo-woo as people think. It's very practical. It's just an energy. It's a brainwave pattern happening. And it's a way of being really. And when you're in that state, you emanate a different energy and people feel that. So it will bring, you know, different types of people to you. It will enhance your relationship, your health. You'll be sleeping better. There's so many benefits of that, but there comes a time when if you don't have the proper awareness, self-awareness in yourself, um, you can get ahead of yourself. Something that can destroy a business is if you don't have the proper infrastructure and you're scaling so rapidly, it can all fall apart. And in this process of losing this money in such a short period of time, I want to share the story. So... Um, I, I, at this point I was working a lot on my social media company, like 12 hour days, um, very consistently six days a week, sometimes seven. And I decided to take a trip home to Michigan. And before that, I had a call with one of my clients who was a newer client. And to be honest, this person wasn't fully aligned with my values, my beliefs, and really my company's mission and our specialty. So what happened was I got blinded by the idea of having this really large client. If I said his name, everybody here listening would know who he is, very well known across the world. And it got me really excited because the cool thing about my business is that it's been 100% referral based. I have not Besides one client, I had to actually actively seek out. All my other clients have been fully referral-based. So it's been an incredible, incredible endeavor for me. And this was another one of those. And typically, if someone gets referred to you, you're not going to take, you're not going to not take the meeting. It's kind of just disrespectful. But before going into this meeting, I knew this wasn't the right thing to do. I just felt it in my gut. I was like, you know... This person, they're, they're not really in my niche. Um, I've worked with people like them in the past. I kind of know how they operate. They like to micromanage everything. And all these different factors I knew weren't going to suit me. If you know anything about me, you know I hate answering to anybody. I hate being micromanaged. That's why I got into business for myself. <laughs> and, But, you know, to make a long story short, I take the meeting and I... You know, I'm enthusiastic. It sounds really good. They're painting, you know, all these amazing things we can do with each other. And I'm kind of selling myself because I was still 
not fully listening to that small little voice inside of me and my gut speaking to me and saying like, eh, Anton, don't do it, bro. Don't do it. You're going to regret this. But I didn't listen. And I uh, moved the contract forward. And then we had multiple Zoom calls and then they wanted to meet in person. So the day of the meeting... I was just like, and, and the meeting in person was to finalize the deal, essentially, get the contract signed, all that good jazz. And I had this feeling of like, mm, shouldn't do it. So I send them an email and I'm just like, this is so out of my typical character, by the way, but I feel like if I'm not this vulnerable with you guys, it's going to be holding back what you can learn from the story. And I send them an email and I'm like, Listen, guys, um, this is the day of the meeting to finalize everything. It's like, listen, guys, I, I just feel like this isn't going to work. Here's the reasons why. Um, and all transparency, this is, this is outside of my, um, my niche and my specialty. And I do respect for you and your time. I know you're busy. I, I want to, um, you know, not work with you guys, essentially. Something along those lines. It was much more professional, but this is just going off my memory. And then, you know, the next day or that evening, I think they responded or I can't remember if they texted me or what, but they were just really confused because they seemed, you know, really excited, enthusiastic about what I bring to the table and that they had never done something quite to, to what I was offering with my social media services. And it was just this whole thing. And they were just like really confused. They kept saying, you know, we just, we just really thought we were going to solidify the deal. We're so excited. Are you sure you don't want to rethink this? And then I slept on it. And the whole time in my head, I was like, no, like this isn't good. And then they kind of, kind of were like, let's just meet. Let's just talk in person. Let's hash it out. Let's all your concerns. Let's put them on paper and let's see how we can come to some middle agreement. I was like, you know what? Like, I'm, I'm not arrogant enough to think I can't actually help this person. Like, yes, I specialize in this specific niche and they're a little bit about outside of that, but they're still kind of a part of it, but it's not like, it's a little bit of that gray area. So I was like, you know what? It doesn't hurt just to meet, to network, you know, meet face to face. This is a good person to know. Maybe we can do business in the future if we don't do it now. All that stuff was running through my mind. So I was going into the wolf's den essentially. <laughs> And uh, I had counsel warn me <laughs> about this, but I did it anyways. And, you know, it's all part of my own learning lessons. So I go and sure enough, two and a half hours later, we have a contract signed. <laughs> and, I, you know, I was excited. This was like hands down my biggest client um, in regards to retainer. And it was just really you know, a new project to immerse myself in, but the workload was almost double what a typical client would be. And I overlooked a few things uh, in, in, in regards to my internal business structure. So I fast forward, I'm working with this person for about a month. I'm so stressed out. I'm waking up every single day at five and then I'm in front of my computer at seven and I'm not leaving my computer until like seven, eight, nine, ten o'clock, sometimes at night, repeating the cycle, waking up at five. And there's so many different things at this point that I was doing for my company 
and we were scaling. So I was hiring people and I was firing other people and there's just all this different stuff happening. And it just, um, it was just a lot to, to manage. And I learned a couple things. The first thing I learned in this moment in time was that taking on this really large client that was outside of my wheelhouse, wheelhouse really put a lot of pressure, not only on myself, but on my team. So it's like that whole thing, pressure makes diamonds. We had to get better. We had to see how can we make things more efficient. So in that regard, it was a huge blessing. But let me continue with the story. <laughs> so like I said, working with this person for, I think it was a little over a month. And then I, yeah, it was a little bit over a month. And then I just essentially came to my senses and I was like, you know what? Like I, I just really thought about it and I was like, I have to have a meeting with this person and, and back out of this contract. Um, I've never done this ever in my life. Um, from a legal standpoint, just never had to come to this point. Typically I would write it out. Um, usually I do year long contracts in the beginning. It's usually three to six months. In this case, it was three months. And I was just like, you know, I, I could, it's three months, 90 days. Like I can ride this out. But 30 days in, I realized I just couldn't, it was too much stress on me, too much stress on the team. It was just, it was really dumb. So I decided have a meeting with this person and, and one of the hardest meetings of my life, um, just to kind of be like, listen, man, I, I messed up. I, I overlooked this and just pretty much admitting that this isn't right for me and it's not serving you in the best way. So it makes sense for us to part ways. This is what I recommend you do. You're too big of a client to be having an agency like mine work with you. You need an internal team just specifically um, suited to your needs. And, you know, I was honest. I, I wanted to help him still. I didn't want to leave on a bad note. So I did that and it was really, really challenging. And because of that, I let them know like, hey, because of this kind of abrupt stop, we'll keep giving you services for the next two to three weeks if that's what you need before you find somebody else without pay. Just because that's, I wanted to be fair. <clears throat> so I did that. And you can imagine how those two to three weeks went. Well, the second part of the story was after I decided to part ways with this person, I was just getting the urges that you know, I really need to go see my family. I'm, I live, I lived in, um, LA at the time and I still am in LA, but my family's in Michigan and I just hadn't seen them and I was working so much and I was like, all right, well now that this person's going to be like parted ways with, I can go like see my family being, it hadn't been almost a year since I had seen them because of the whole, uh, COVID thing. So I fly to Michigan, everything's good. Um, the next day I wake up and my second at the time, my second biggest client out of nowhere who I had been working with for over two years, hit me up in an email and just was like, we're, we're parting ways with pretty much zero explanation. And keep in mind, I've made this person millions of dollars and, um, a full fledged online presence authority in the space just spectacular results and it just hit me what was interesting was that my default like the first thing 
that came to my mind when I saw this email. Keep in mind, 24 hours earlier, I had just parted ways with the biggest client I had at the time. So you can imagine where this is going financially. And I'm like, you know, I have no idea why, but I know this is going to work out for me. I don't know why this is happening, but I know it will all work out for me. That was my default. And that's a powerful place to be as a human to get this 200K plus hit. And keep in mind, 200K for me is a lot of money (laughs) then and now being I have seven mouths to feed. And it was this default in me of faith that everything's going to work out. I don't know why. I don't know how, but I know it's going to work out because I know everything always works out. Everything's always happening for me, not to me. And trust me, I had to train myself to have that mindset, which is part of the reason why I want to start this or why I started this podcast to show you how to have that mindset. And it's not, it doesn't happen overnight, but I'll do everything in my power to show you the steps in order to create that. So that was my default. And I was with my family. So I was like, you know what? I'm just, whatever. I'm just, I'm just letting go. There's nothing I'm going to do. There's nothing I'm going to say. This is just meant to be. I'm not going to get on the phone with this person and, and try to see what's going on or, or what went wrong. I was just like, energetically, this is clearly not aligned. Um, I had been feeling like that prior to this of like, you know, this specific client, it just, they no longer aligned with me, but I put the financial aspects of it ahead of my own values. And it shot me in the foot because it went away on the universe's time, not mine, which is always a little unfortunate when you're running a business or just in life in general. So Within 24 hours, I lost two of my biggest clients. Through the following weeks, I really started to reflect. And I had my days where I was like, holy shit, like, this is a really bad. Like, this is, this is not good. I don't know what I'm going to do. You know, the doubts start creeping in. And then I would snap back. Then I would go back. Then I would go back again. And it was like this roller coaster of emotions flooding through my body because I'm looking at my finances and I'm just like, ooh, like this, this is, this is not good. And then I just realized, you know, again, I just kept coming back to, I have no idea why I have no idea how, but I know this is all going to work out for me. And I wasn't just saying that it was like, that was my knowingness in my being. So what I did on these days to proceed to make sure I wasn't falling into a lower state was I was working out a lot. I was meditating a lot. I was making sure I was doing things that I know make me feel good. I was continuing to wake up early and prime myself and have my morning, you know, my sacred mornings is what I call them because they are sacred to me. And I continued the daily disciplines that I do every day to sharpen my axe, so to speak. And I kept running everything as normal. And there were so many parts of me that on days I just wanted to shrivel up. Like I didn't want to do the meetings with my team. I didn't want to do 
the proper things because I was like, what the hell? All this hard work I've put in for the past years, like it just out of nowhere, it just all falls apart. And I fell into this victim mode of like, what the heck? Within 24 hours, I decide to leave a client and then my other best client leaves. I'm like, what the hell is going on? Like, why is this happening to me? Blah, 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 blah. And I would just have to stop that victim mindset. And I'd be like, you know what? No, this is happening for me. This is aligned to my greater truth. This is opening up space for something more. This was fat that was being cut off me so I could focus more on my truth, on my own values and beliefs, my own mission outside of my company, but how I'm going to serve this world. And it was an opportunity for me to redefine my company's values and mission, who we really alignment with, how it's okay to actually say no and i've done i've said no probably i've said no way more than i've said yes to clients just because at this point in my life i have learned you cannot get in bed with people you don't align with energetically it just won't work long term or you won't be happy this is in friendships this is in relationships this is in like your food and your health like you can't put things into your body's temple that doesn't align with your greatest good. I'm not saying you can't, you know, splurge once in a while, but you need to align with you. You need to align with yourself. You need to believe that there's something in you that's guiding you every step of the way. The good, the bad, and the ugly. There's your perspective and then there's God's perspective. And trust me, whether you believe in God or the universe or energy, there is something that is aware of you helping guide your every move. And your internal process is going to influence how that force shows up for you. The, the more we practice grace, the more we experience grace. The more we make time for God, the more time God makes for us. Not that it's not there. It's just that you're becoming more aware of what's always been there. So for me in this situation, I had to dig deep as the weeks went on because I realized, wow, this is, this is a hard financial hit. And, you know, this was during a hard time on this planet. And I had just moved and I had just racked up all these new expenses because as you can see, this was quite a bit of money coming in monthly and I was scaling and I was hiring new people. There was so much happening. But then I knew, I knew something for some reason, there was something bigger that was going to unfold. And I learned so many freaking valuable things from this. The first and foremost, listen to your gut. Listen to your heart. Listen to your soul. It's the silent whispers. They're so quiet, but they're there. And the more you fine tune your being, the louder those voices will get. But we all kind of have those quiet voices in the back of our head that gives us the answers and a lot of times we neglect them because we don't fully believe that we're that powerful i'm here to tell you you are that powerful i'm here to tell you there's a force in you guiding you but you just have to listen to it i don't take back anything i went through with these two people both of them were beautiful experiences 
absolutely essential. But I know better now. And I know I will never make that mistake again. And I know the moment I stop aligning with somebody, I gotta go. In friendships, in relationships, in business. Not to just cut people out of my life that we don't agree on everything. But you know what I mean here. It's an energy. It's something you feel. It's a feeling you get when you look in their eyes. It's a feeling you get of, again, that gut speaking to you. You don't have to be malicious. You're just doing what's the best for you and letting them do what's the best for them. It doesn't mean you have to commingle. It doesn't mean you have to hate each other. It just means I'm not going to invite that person over to my house for dinner. Speaking in, you know, metaphors. So the biggest thing I learned from this is Listen to yourself. Listen to that voice inside of you. Listen to your gut. Your, that's your soul. That's your heart. To build on that, I feel like on my journey, and maybe you can relate to this, I feel like we repeat the same lessons until we learn them. Some people, that comes in lifetimes of what some call karma, and they keep going through the same lessons and doing the same thing lifetime after lifetime. I think a more practical example is a lot of people see this in a relationship. They keep dating the same type of people, going through the same type of things, and it's never the person, it's you, something in you. So the universe is going to stick it to you if you don't start believing in yourself, if you don't start listening to that voice or those dreams inside of you, because I'm here to tell you, like, what I built, it's like it blows my mind, but it doesn't blow my mind. I always knew I would come here and arrive here. I just didn't know how, but I just knew I had the dream. And as I, so to speak, climb the ladder of my own dream, I'm dreaming bigger and I'm realizing more and I'm realizing more and more every day that there's something so big guiding all of this. Yes, I have the free will to be a creator in this life and create opportunities and manifest. I fully believe that and I know it in my heart. It's true. But if I manifest something and it's not fully aligned with me or it doesn't serve my greatest good then I have to be okay to walk away because sometimes when you put that down, something bigger comes in that is truly aligned with your greatest good. And sometimes before your greatest good comes, you're tested with something that's just okay. And a lot of people grab that low-hanging fruit. I did it. I saw it as a big financial gain something that was going to put me ahead, my company ahead. But it didn't align with me energetically, and I didn't listen. So I took the hit. Don't make that mistake. And keep this lesson with you. Realize when you're trying to create or manifest, or you're striving for a goal, and you're very crystal clear on what it is you want, and then the universe rewards you something, and it's only okay. Don't go for it. Stay true to that vision. 
Stay true to what your heart and soul knows is possible. The possibilities are out there. You just have to believe it. And if you believe it at your core, don't settle for something smaller. I promise you, it's not worth it. It's a waste of time. And believe in that dream. Believe in that beautiful gift that we have as creators to literally influence the world around us. All while being guided by something so massive. Another thing, you don't have to know how, you just need to know. So many people think they have the best idea of exactly what it is, their, the way their path should unfold. I was this person for so long. I thought my path had to unfold in the way that I think is the best way. <laughs> it's very silly. Because there's so many things happening from an energetic perspective that I don't know if we'll ever understand. But every moment of every day, every thought, every feeling you have is influencing your life. And if you're naive enough to think it has to be a certain way, you're going to drive yourself crazy. Because I promise you, it's not going to go the way you planned. I promise you. In becoming me... And all the different things I do and am. I could have never predicted the way it was going to unfold. I had no idea. And it's still unfolding every single day. Social media agency is not my end all be all. It's just my first step. And just today, I had such a beautiful moment. This is going to tie in with the story. Don't worry. I know I go on tangents. But this beautiful moment while I was working out and I actually started to cry. And it's what inspired me to make this podcast. It's funny, I feel like last time I said that too. <laughs> I like to bring these to you guys when I'm in a really good energy. I think it's, it will serve you the best. You'll, you'll, you'll feel it in the frequency of my voice. And I'm crying while I'm literally lifting weights. I was bench pressing. I know, so random, but I was just thinking. And I was thinking about this episode specifically that I was going to say. And I just got so overwhelmed with gratitude because I was like, wow, look where I am now. Not even a year later. Look where I am now. Look who I'm working with now. Look who I just had a meeting with today. Wow. Fully aligned. It's not perfect, but man, I believe so much more in myself, my team, the people I work with, the content we're putting out. I really feel it. I really see how we're doing such a good thing on this world and helping cleanse the social media spaces from some bullshit and putting out good content that touches people's hearts. And look how associating with all these spiritual leaders through time have put me on my own path of self-realization, my own path of all the beautiful lessons that these people have learned through the decades of their life and now they teach it to the masses and I get to connect with them. I get to talk with them. I text them. 
like, wow, my life's pretty crazy. Not that they're better than me, but just the beauty in that, to have that connection, to have that relationship. And wow, if I wouldn't have took the step to part ways with that first big guy, maybe that second client I was working with, maybe I'd still be working with them. And maybe because I parted ways with that first guy, the universe laughed and was like, he's ready. He's ready to cut the fat. All right, let's do it 24 hours later. (laughs) And that forced me to grow. That forced me to have more clarity on myself and my business. What a beautiful gift. And look at now I get to share the message with my people. Wow. That's grace. But none of that would be possible if I was a victim. None of that would be possible if I didn't sculpt my being to see the good in all things, to see the beauty in all things, to see the guidance in all things. The victim mentality is almost like appreciated in our culture today. And people don't want to own up. People don't want to take charge. They'd rather blame someone or something else for their their faults. But what if we could just step into God's perspective of it all? All of our trauma, all of our pain, all of our hardships would vanish if we could truly step into a greater perspective. But you can't do it with the same consciousness you're currently at. Like Albert Einstein said, you have to really go to a greater level of consciousness. It's so true. Multiple people I have worked with have shared that same lesson, and I finally understand. Another lesson I learned from all this is don't make decisions out of fear or lack or scarcity. Here's what I mean. When I said yes to that client that I didn't fully align with, it was out of fear. A lot of people say that doesn't make any sense. Like, what what do you mean? Yeah, he was offering a lot of money. But the reason I wanted the money is because of scarcity. I saw it as, well, if I had this much right now, it's going to allow me to do X, Y, and Z. But in doing X, Y, and Z, I'm throwing away my own values and my own core beliefs about this company and myself for the short-term game of a piece of paper that could jeopardize everything and ruin my reputation. I didn't see it like that, though, because the fear was more subtle. But I knew it was there because that voice told me. That feeling told me. It wasn't articulating it like I am now, but there was something that was like, dude, don't do this, but I didn't listen. And if I truly in that moment would have operated from faith, and I'm only, I'm not saying I would change anything, but I'm only talking like this to give you literal examples. If I would have operated out of faith, I would have went with my gut in the first instinct, be like, you know, guys, I've appreciated our time and I respect you so much, but this isn't going to work. And here's why. And this is what you need. And I appreciate it. Maybe in the future something will change. But for now, it's all good. 
And the reason I would have been able to act from that consciousness is because I would have known I was guided. I would have known I didn't need that money because something greater was about to come in. And I had full trust, but I wasn't fully there at that time. So have that faith in yourself. Have that knowingness in your power as a human being. And if you're striving right now to become something more, like I truly believe you are if you're listening, then dig deep. Separate yourself from the noise. What do you want? And then go after it. And if it's not what you want, keep going. Use the tools. Heal yourself so you can show up differently. Heal yourself so you can see the truth in situations and not your own skewed perspective because of the lens over your reality because of your trauma. Heal yourself because it's your duty. And when I say heal yourself, I'm not saying go to a 10-day silent meditation retreat and reflect on all your childhood issues. It's not what I'm saying. I'm saying build the daily disciplines in yourself because they compound over years and decades. And your healing, your deep healing will come in time. But for now, create that bulletproof mindset that can't be interrupted or shaked by anybody. Something that gives you a solid foundation. I know it's not what people like to hear, but this stuff just doesn't happen overnight. It just doesn't. That's the beauty of it. Because that right there will scare off the majority of people. So if you hear that, know that you're the minority if you're willing to dedicate yourself to something greater. And for me, something greater is just becoming greater. Just becoming the best version of myself. Aligning so much with my authenticity and my truth that it can be felt through a microphone. That it can be felt in an interaction that it can allow me to share and spread wisdom. So what is it for you? I challenge you to look at your life and really reflect on times where you probably didn't listen to that higher self or that intuition or that gut. Think about it. I know there's probably one. You're like, dang. I should have listened. I knew. I feel like when you can cultivate this level of abundance within yourself, and yes, it is abundance because the universe is fruitful. The universe doesn't just give you low-hanging fruit. It only gives you low-hanging fruit if you take the low-hanging fruit. Because again, we create the reality. And its possibilities are so endless. So operate from that knowingness of you're worthy of your dream. You're worthy of enjoying your life. You're worthy to strive for something more and it's okay to be different in that process. Most people won't do it. So you have to make amends now that you're probably not going to operate how most people do. And that's the beauty of it all. Because when you look at the mirror, when you look into your own eyes, 
you see something in yourself. It's not a voice that's a critic. Of course, that's there sometimes. But it's a voice of love, respect, nobility. It's a voice of pride, not from an ego, but just from... I said I was going to do something, and I did it. And I acknowledge myself for that. <sighs> I hope you took something from this lesson. Every single podcast I go into, I go in with no plan. I have a few points I want to hit on in my head, and the rest I freeball. I hope it's being well-received. So far, so good. It's probably different than the average person, but that's okay. This is how I like doing it. This feels the most authentic to me. So I hope you learn something from this. And most importantly, I hope you learn that it's time to believe in yourself. It's time to do that thing that's itching deep inside, waiting to be awakened. Now is the time. You don't need to wait any longer promise you the longer you wait the harder it becomes to go after what it is you want stop waiting you don't need to drop everything and run but just take a step towards it towards yourself thank you so much for listening to another episode of breadcrumbs of inspiration and i will see you again soon